Hey, Kansas City. You're listening to Real Humans by Gina Kaufman, a weekly podcast from KCUR Studios. On this episode, the humanitarian crisis Kansas Cityans can help with right now isn't what most people seem to think it is. It's not like all Ukrainians are rushing to come to America. Americans don't understand that. A conversation with Sophia Khan, who's been scrambling to help Afghan refugees in Kansas City for months now. When the Russian attack on Ukraine first began in late February, Sophia Khan started getting emails from Kansas Cityans in distress. Sophia runs KC for Refugees, an organization that mobilizes volunteers to help refugees start new lives from scratch. And her website has a contact form for people who want to chip in. Several of these messages that came through just said that we want to help the Ukrainians. And if a Ukrainian person comes to Kansas City, we want we have a place in our house where we want them to, you know, move in with us. On its own, that's not so surprising. It's just compassion. But people were adding this caveat. And then at the end of the email, it would say, this help is only for Ukrainians. I have never had messages sent to me like this where it was uh, pretty clear that It doesn't matter if any other human being needs help, but my help is just specific to this one group. Sophia hails originally from Pakistan. She's a doctor and a mother of three. Running KC for Refugees is a labor of passion. Her work with refugees began in 2008 when people were showing up here from Somalia. Then in 2016, Sophia agreed to sponsor a family from Syria. She remembers the phone call she got from the director of a resettlement agency in town. We want to ask you, there's a family of six family members, five kids and mom and dad. The father was um, injured in a bomb attack and agencies have declined him. They are still stuck in a refugee camp. Uh, Would you be willing to sponsor as a community sponsor to support us? Back then... She really didn't know what it meant to sponsor a family, so she asked for clarification. And he said, you'll have to provide their rent and utility bills for a year. Uh, So at least $1,000 per month uh, is the support. Can you pull this kind of support from your community? Brainstorming, can I find 10 friends who will be able to donate $100 a month for one year? And I'm like, too much thinking. I'm like, Okay, okay, fine, go ahead. If my saying yes means a family comes out of a refugee camp into safety and have a second chance of living a normal life, go for it. God will find a way. Go for it. And they said, are you sure? I said, yeah, I'm sure. Go. I, I'm giving you my word. I will take care of the family for a year. The family turned out to be the first to arrive under the Obama administration's surge operation, a promise to bring 10,000 Syrian refugees to the United States. Their arrival was a big deal. Every news organization rushed for an interview. You might remember that moment if you were here. There was like a citywide embrace of this first family to make it here. And people came through with all kinds of stuff. We used to laugh about it. Like, oh my God, we never imagined. And they, if they wanted one uh, fan, like the fan you put on the floor, in you know, a pedestal fan, 10 fans would show up at their house. You know? That family's successful resettlement made Kansas City a destination for 35 additional Syrian families. Sophia ultimately started KC for Refugees to fill the gaps between services provided by official agencies. 
And she keeps at it, even when humanitarian crises don't dominate the headlines. She won't treat the pain of one group as more or less deserving of her attention than another. You're here. You're a refugee. I don't need to probe into your story. You know, I just know you ended up losing everything and you're here trying to start a new life. And we are there for you. Before refugees even set foot in Kansas City, Sophia and her volunteers stock their homes with basic needs, including clothing in appropriate sizes. She also tracks down culturally specific kitchen tools and ingredients that might provide comfort in the form of familiar food. For Muslim refugees, Sophia is sure to have prayer rugs ready in each home. Volunteers also greet new arrivals at the airport. They bring balloons for kids, flowers for adults, and snacks for everyone after a long journey. This is just to alleviate any anxiety they might have of entering our city and thinking whether the people here are going to be welcoming or not. We are so happy to have you in Kansas City. We are just your neighbors, you know. We heard you're coming. Home visits come next to kind of figure out what people need. If a family ends up in housing without access to public transit, Sophia becomes a used car hunter. She haggles for good deals. Here she is telling me the story of doing just that recently. I heard of an Uber driver who is trying to sell his old van with 260 or 45,000 miles on it because he, he has a new car. We were able to negotiate a deal with him and said, give us a deal that we can afford because they don't have any money. So he cuts the price down to 2000 which was a miracle. I saw the car. I saw it myself. Perfect working condition. He said, I drive it right now. Leather interior, all the buttons work, automatic, you know. So we bought one car with a deal. It wasn't anything fancy, just a car that would last them long enough to get a job and hopefully save up for something better. Like everyone else, Sophia is heartbroken over the stories coming out of Ukraine right now. It all reminds her of the devastation that prompted Syrians to flee. The similarities were what was really hurting me, you know, when I just broke out into tears when I saw an elderly guy outside his apartment complex and just pointing out to somebody and crying at the same time and saying that was my house to say this, this guy has nothing left or some other holding a little child in a subway station because they're uh, protecting themselves from the bombs. It looks very familiar. Sophia would happily connect Kansas Cityans with the Ukrainian refugees they want to assist, except that the only Ukrainians she expects here anytime soon are people joining family members who sent for them. Kansas City is experiencing a refugee wave, though, and it's more intense than any of the previous waves Sophia has witnessed. It started after the United States withdrew forces from Afghanistan last summer. By August... The Taliban had taken control of the country, and many fled in fear of retaliation, including Afghans who worked for the U.S. government in professional capacities. By October, some of those folks were arriving in Kansas City. Usually the pipeline to Kansas City runs at a trickle, Sophia tells me. They would settle five families, and oh, next month we'll have three more families, you know? When the U.S. began urgently taking immigrants from Afghanistan, we're talking... Like a thousand people showing up at the airport within a month. A thousand in a month. It was overwhelming. Sophia could hardly keep up with the airport greetings, let alone little things like bringing toys to small children. Even after being in this since October, we haven't even entered the toys phase. 
when somebody asked me, can I collect toys? I said, literally, I need to figure out if their rent will be paid. Are they still stuck in the hotel? Do they have a job? Sophia says refugees in this group have gotten stranded in hotels for months at a time. They're doing some English class, but kids have had no schooling for all that time. And that's the least of their problems. Among the Afghan refugees, there are lots of single women in their 20s which is unusual. Most of them worked as translators, and now Sophia is worried about what she considers inappropriate housing from a safety standpoint. She checks in on them frequently, and she's working with agencies to get them rehoused. Their families were not allowed to come with them. Being a mother of uh, young girls myself, I couldn't imagine what they're going through and what their families are going through. So I always tell them, tell your families you have an aunt here, Tell your families you have, a, you have us here, you're not alone. It's also Ramadan, and Sophia's doing her best to make this first Ramadan in Kansas City a special one. The most important thing you need is enough food in the house, so you don't have to go seek out food for the you know, crack of dawn meal and the evening meal. She's partnered with a Muslim food pantry to make sure everyone has halal meat and flour to make bread. They've also been delivering dates. Dates are very essential because we break our fast with dates. Even now, the sense of safety for Afghan refugees is incredibly tenuous. I asked Sophia if she could put me in touch with some of these refugees, and she told me that she couldn't, because them talking could put their families back home in danger. And so they're carefully guarding their anonymity. I hear their stories every day that my brother is missing, such person is missing, and my mom said Taliban came to our house. So it's a valid, it's a valid uh, fear that they have. That compassion that Kansas Cityans feel for people enduring truly unimaginable hardship in Ukraine could be put to good use helping Afghan refugees in our own city right now. Their struggle may not be the one currently in the news, but it isn't over yet. I should also say Sophia isn't judging people who want specifically to help Ukrainians. Please help them, because I want help for those Ukrainian families too. She does worry about the motivation, why the distinction between the European refugees and those arriving from other parts of the world. Nonetheless, she's giving people the benefit of the doubt. I have saved all those emails of the people interested in helping Ukrainians. I will reach back. I mean, I'm not going to be rude to anybody. As for Kansas Cityans willing to help everyone else, right now, Sophia's inbox is open and there's plenty of work to do. That's it. Thanks for listening to Real Humans by Gina Kaufman. If you check out the online column about Sophia Khan at kcur.org, you'll find links near the bottom with info on how to volunteer and current wish lists for new families that have just landed in Kansas City. Real Humans is edited by Gabe Rosenberg with photos by Carlos Moreno. This podcast is produced by Mackenzie Martin and Trevor Grandin with music from Blue Dot Sessions. You can subscribe in any of your favorite places, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, wherever. I'm Gina Kaufman, and next week, we ride the bus. Take it easy, Casey. Hey, this is Gabe Rosenberg. I'm the editor of Real Humans by Gina Kaufman. Every week, Gina tells the human story behind local issues that affect all of us. But making podcasts like this one takes a lot of work, and we can only do it thanks to support from listeners who donate. 
So if you enjoy this podcast, help us continue doing this work by making a donation. Even $5 or $10 a month makes such a huge difference. You can donate at kcur.org support. And thank you.